What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I am your host. I am Thing One host. Megan, Silica. and I am Sing Two host Suzanne <laughs> Stoffer. We need our little sweaters. You know, there's sweaters that are Sing One and Sing Two. <laughs> I know, right? This yeah, so we for need us. to order these and then put pictures on Facebook. I know. <laughs> Sing One and Sing Two radio show hosts of Love Life Yay! and All Things Weird. Yay! <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, honey, I'm so excited about today's show because, in part, today's show is my brainchild. Mm, and it is. It, mm -hmm. And it came because I'm going to be doing a little challenge coming up this coming week. And can I tell the people about where the idea for the show came? Yes, darling. Okay. Cause I don't, you don't really need my permission, by the way. Okay. You always ask my permission. I know. But you really don't need it. I know. I I feel like that's just being generous. Oh. Because I'm probably going to do it anyway. But. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I'm talking about. It's like you ask my permission and then do it anyway. It doesn't matter whether it's a yes or a no. <laughs> it's just nice to hear the yes from time to time. Uh, and fun to hear the no, because then I get a rebel against it. <laughs> totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Got See, it. See, now okay. you know why I really ask permission. I now know. Uh -huh. I'm clear, yeah. totally clear. Coolio, mommy. All right, baby. Either way, you're going to take it away, so go I'm for I'm going to take it away. Okay, so actually, I'd like to claim uh, this idea, but I can't totally. So we have an awesome new team member, Lynn Shelley, who's doing a lot of our behind the scenes and, and helping us make memes and putting some things together for us and doing interview processes and she's just super awesome. And we were doing a brainstorming about like, you know, how can I really come forward as the crazy weird coach facilitator that I am and really like really optimize the things that are unique about me, which is kind of my craziness really. And mm -hmm. so I was telling her about this challenge that I have coming up called the 21 day um, I'm calling it the double dog dare challenge where for 21 days, you're going to make uh, everybody in the challenge is going to choose one new thing they've never chosen before in their business and one new thing they've never chosen before with their bodies. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited about it because, I mean, part this whole month, we're going to be talking about choice and change. And if in or, one of the key principles to creating change is to create new choice, because if you keep choosing what you've chosen, there's no way to change whatever it is that's going on. It requires new choices. And so I thought, okay, well, what will happen if we just make 
you know, 21, basically 42 new choices over 21 days with body and business, because I feel like um, there's a connection between um, how we are with our bodies and how we are with our creations and, and our business. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited about this. And so Lynn says to me, she goes, I think we need to amp it up. And I said, well, why? And she said, well, I have this idea that basically um, and what it evolved into is I'll do it if you will. So in this challenge, what's going to happen is if you are willing to do something with your body or business and you are willing to film it and put it on Facebook, I'll do it too. And so, and I was both terrified and thrilled at the thought of this because it's like, (laughs) and immediately I told a friend of mine and she just went to the raunch and I'm like, oh, okay, fine. If you're willing, willing to film that, I'll do it too and put it on Facebook. Hello. Right. And so I was thinking like, oh, I'd like to th- I'd like to kind of connect um, this audience to that challenge, too. It's going to be a free challenge. So it's just like, what have you got to lose except for your self-respect, really? And <laughs> but they could have so much fun and they could have a ton of change. Yes. At the end of the 21 days. Yes. It's an experiment. Right. To see what will change if we do that many new choices in that amount of time. And mm-hmm. I'm super excited and terrified for this. But it's also me making a new choice. It's me being willing to be vulnerable. It's me being willing to to do to have my body be visible. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like if somebody's standing on their head and they film it, guess what I get to do, you know. And so, mm-hmm. like, I get and I can feel. So sometimes when you make a new choice or you get this new idea, and and I have to tell you, I've had second thoughts about this idea a lot. It's one of the reasons I'm talking about it right now, because then I'm kind of going to be um, uh, putting myself out committed. there and doing it. I'm committed. Yes. And I've got all these witnesses. Right. Mm. And so, you know, so like, yeah, I've gone back and forth about it quite a bit. And it's like part of I'm just going to do it. Like, that's why I'm saying it today is like, I'm going to do it. And okay, the thing so is, tell people, can you tell the people where they can find information about this, darling? Well, I'm going to, it's not out yet. So I'm not actually sure how I'm going to distribute that. I'm going to be posting it on Weird on Air. I'm going to be posting it on my site. I'm going to be, it's going to be on in your my Facebook next site. newsletter. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in my next newsletter. Like it's going to be on every medium that you could possibly imagine. So, um, I, yeah. So people that's what I want to get in on the 21 day challenge with the Megan double dog dare, the double dog dare challenge of changing your business and your body for the next 21 days, then start looking on Facebook on Megan's page and Weird on Air. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Rhonda says, "Holy crap! The stuff coming up hearing you talk about this. I'm wondering if she's thinking about ways to challenge me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scary uh, she just says whoop yay Lynn so we'll have to have Lynn listen to this to, to hear all of the cheering for her but I'm mm-hmm. super excited about this challenge super super nervous about it and um, at the end of the day we're going to have fun and we're going to create change and and the thing is is that, that that's one of I mean I would say that is the key to change in fact Gary Douglas says that if in order to change anything um, you can do it through choice and through bars and that's mm. for those of you who've been listening to the show, that's the advertisement that comes on. It's about the, the bars. It's 32 points on the head that helps to defrag the brain. And, you know, I I really think it's so hard. It has been for me to really look at what actually are new choices, because there's a lot of times that we think we're making new choices for change. 
but we're actually doing sort of the same choice in a sneaky, different way, right? And so that's one of like the reasons for the step. Yes. So that's one of the reasons for the challenges. I do. I truly do want to get pe- a whole like pool of ideas of totally different things that we can do with our body, totally different things that we can do with our business, our projects, and our creations, so that we really can start thinking outside the box and doing new things. Like most of us, it's like, okay, well, gosh, everyone is doing this on Facebook for their business, so I'm going to do it too. Well, what hasn't even been created yet that actually you're the lead of the way for, right? And to start thinking outside and like to really start creating different choices and creating different change. But the first thing I think we have to dive into is the the idea that all change is possible because the biggest um, inhibitor to change that I find with people is that they don't believe that it's possible. They don't believe certain things can change. There's this sort of status quo of this is just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and I would say even when I wrote, we wrote the copy for this show, I knew that when people would read it and they said, and that part where you said you can change anything, I uh-huh. knew there would be so many people that were like, yeah, right, sure, uh-huh, yeah, yep, you can change anything. I mean, there's there's just this crazy, like, um, cynicism around Mm -hmm. this topic and i think it's really interesting how often you love you love to talk about change and possibility and i'm imagining that through the years in speaking about this you come up against this wall a lot people like whatever you're like pollyanna there's life life is hard you can't change some stuff right even even you said that kind of stuff to me no, never, never. I never did, babe. Why are you throwing me under the bus? I never said such a thing. I am the most optimistic dreamer, the most like glorious person of possibilities that you know you could ever imagine. I don't know why you're saying this right now, darling. I would not be speaking from personal experience right now about you know the cynicism that comes up from time to time. Never. I love it would you not so be much. <laughs> I do. I love you so much. But the thing that I do love about you is that if I will show you something's possible, like even just with new actions or doing something different, it's kind of like when I first started like listening to Dane's book, Being You Change the World, and I was really getting into access, and you're like, whatever, this is your new like hobby, blah, blah. And then like, but after watching me change and choose and like kind of lean in, you were like, hmm. Maybe I can try that, right? So, like, I really do hand it to you because there's a lot of people in my world that have seen me change even in the last year and a half and have seen, like, like this huge expansion and this huge, like, new world I'm living in, and they don't even ask me, how did you do that? Like, they don't, they're not <laughs> interested in how I changed it. And they're, like, they're, their lives are crap. And it's, like, why don't you even ask me? <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be this way. And I think... Like we were talking about this before we got on today, hon, and like you said something that blew my head open because we were talking about how like a lot of us have um, brought in things we think we can't change from other lifetimes. So like we've been working at it eight lifetimes or 80 lifetimes or whatever. So we come in with this idea that actually it's unchangeable. 
And I knew, like, when you said that, it read, and I was like, well, why the hell would you come in if you thought it was unchangeable? And tell them what you said, darling. I said, because we all have a commitment to suffering. <laughs> Son of a gun. Well, I don't think everybody does, but I think probably there's people on the planet that I feel like have changed that. But most mm, of I, us... Yeah, but I would say, like, as a collective. Uh-huh. That's what I'm yeah. speaking about as far as like the earth experience is about suffering on one level or another. For, and it's kind of the collective energy and collective story of coming to earth. And so if you can be here and not live based on this reality, and then, of course, you're not tied in to that collective energy of suffering. Um, and so it's not like there's not people that are, you know, moving beyond that. But what I would say is, like, for how many tens of thousands of years it's been about um, suffering and I'm a victim, um, and like Eleanor says in the chat room, a martyr, right? So it's like, um, so, I, I, and there's a lot of energy coming up even now around this for people that are listening. So maybe we could just jump into some clearings around this. So every uh, every lifetime and every parallel dimension where change was impossible and where you kept incarnating again and again and again only to suffer and not change what it is that you were trying to change and everywhere that that meant that you were strong, that you were a survivor, that you had courage, um, that you pre- that you could prevail under any cost and that that was a badge of courage. Thanks, Shakti. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and everywhere that you've incarnated again, um, just so that you can prove that things aren't changeable and that suffering is the name of the game. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, because what Keisha asks is, does suffering actually change anything? <laughs> and I, it's funny because I'm actually writing her back right now, and what I'm my response is, I believe that suffering creates suffering. Yes. So if you have a commitment to suffering, it's awesome because suffering just creates more of itself, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so if you well, have a commitment to suffering, know, that's the value of suffering. Yeah, and people say like, there's this idea that if you suffer hard enough then there will be this kind of bottoming out and then maybe you'll change and then maybe you'll actually get the willingness to change. And I think, you know, maybe that is true sometimes. That, like, if you get to kind of rock bottom, um, then potentially, you know, that could create an opening of, like, I'm going to do anything not to be here. And so it creates the motivation. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd say that's a very small percentage. What's Mm -hmm. really true is suffering just creates suffering. And judgment creates more judgment. So it's this odd thing that we think to change something, we've got to really think negatively about ourselves and judge ourselves and should on ourselves um, because then that's going to motivate us to change. And it's Mm -hmm. it's just a bunch of bullshit. It really is. <laughs> I want to. I'd love to read a quote by Janine Roth. Now, Janine Roth was the author of um, Women, Food, and God, 
and she's very um, popular. She was part of Oprah's crew for a while and stuff like that. And we actually went to a seminar of hers. And it was just really fantastic. She's really changing kind of what women are doing with their bodies. And there's there's a couple of quotes. I'm actually going to um, read them both uh, eventually today. But um, the first one is, for some reason, we are truly convinced that if we criticize ourselves, the criticism will lead to change. If we are harsh, we believe we will end up being kind. If we shame ourselves, we believe we end up loving ourselves. It has never been true, not for a moment, that shame leads to love. Only love leads to love. Mm-hmm. And that's so potent because and, because and especially for those of us who are um, energy-based, and, and access consciousness calls that humanoid, but those of us who are energy-based, um, we cannot change based on judgment. If we start any change with judgment, we will actually create more of it. That's why it's so frustrating sometimes to kind of look over at somebody and go watch them judge the crap out of their bodies and change it. It's because they function differently. They function from structure and cause and effect. But for most of us, and then probably 99.9% of people that would even be listening to this radio show, we're energy creators. And so um, we, if we try to start from judgment, we will actually just create more judgment. We have to create change through love, through acceptance, through allowance, and from a place of total free choice of choosing something different because we actually believe and trust and love in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd love to kind of get into what we were talking about earlier, babe, about what is underneath these places, um, these these parts and spaces in our life that we say we can't change. Why are we stuck there and what's the potency underneath that? Do you want to speak to that? Um, yes. Um, I do, yes, I want to get there, but there's still some stuff coming up around this other piece we were talking to. So I want to get um, sort of address that. I love what Paula says about, um, in her shamanic work, she says, I remove different forms of misplaced energy. I can't tell you the number of times I have removed the belief that suffering is honorable, beautiful, and what we should value. It is always a generational thing that has been passed down. Most of my clients aren't aware they even carrying it. So Mm -hmm. I'd actually like to do a little bit more clearing on this because we kind of got into our conversation a little bit. And I feel like I would like to do a little deeper clearing on this first, first of all. So, so everywhere that you have chosen suffering as the baseline of your existence in all of the vows, um, contracts, Um, commitments, fealties, communities that you have to suffering through all lifetimes and dimensions. Can we revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of that in perpetuity for eternity? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate, destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Now, I'd like everybody to kind of make this really real and not just conceptual, like, You guys really have the opportunity to begin the change of something that you have believed is unchangeable. And we've just talked about one thing that's underlying why we don't change things, because we believe that suffering is more valuable. Mm 
right, than, than the change. And we're going to get to some other core pieces as the show evolves. But I'd like you to consider what is something that you've been wanting to change that you haven't changed, right? They, it's kind of like a good place to look is that New Year's resolution that never change that you never change, <laughs> you know. So it's like oh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna like start that new career this year, right? And you just don't do it. So there's a belief in there somewhere that either change isn't possible or that it would be too hard or whatever. Like you, something's going on there, or just something that you know, like you've just given up on, right? It's like yeah, I, I'm just not gonna do that, you know follow that path because I just don't think it's possible. Too many people are already doing it. Blah, 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 blah. So think about what that is. And as we're clearing today and as we're talking today, I want you to use that thing and just go, look, like what if I decided is unchangeable? That actually is changeable. (laughs) That if I chose, it would change everything. And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So we're going to leave you with that. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the pesky other underpinning of why we think we can't change. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 
In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird on A to Zen FM. I am your host, Megan Thing One, and host two, Thing Two, Suzanne Stoffer. I want to remind everybody today that we would love you to call in with whatever it is that you think that you cannot change, that you really can. And you're on this show because you think maybe you really can, even though you've told yourself you can't. So you can call in. And maybe we can help you change that, okay? Um, <laughs> the, um, the call the call in number is one eight one five eight eight zero eight two five five. If you are in the U.S., I don't know if that was some kind of mixture of Oriental and other other voices in there. I'm not quite sure what that was, but we still encourage all of you, if you dare, to call in and talk to Megan Thing One, now the Oriental. If you if you call in, I will facilitate you from this voice. And you will not be able to take nothing no serious no more. And when you're not taking nothing no serious, you're chained it right now. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys don't know, Megan has about 20 voices, and they all just kind of come in. And, you know, they're all so surprising and delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I believe you on that delightful word. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so we're back, darling. Uh-huh, we are and back. We're, and, we're, and we're talking about this pesky thing that's from lifetime after lifetime of not actually believing that we can change things and actually taking oaths and vows that we will actually never change this thing and then coming into another incarnation and living another lifetime um, just so that we can suffer and not change things. Um, and all so all of your decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, and projections, expectations, separations, and judgments about not being able to change, about the impossibility of change, about how many lifetimes or how many um, decades you've been trying to change this thing. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyond. So I want to address um, Carol um, in our chat room. Is she's been talking about how when she chooses something, it feels like she goes into resistance, right, about what she's, that she's kind of choosing against what her old life was. And so she kind of gets in this catch-22. So I wanted to just, like, that happens a lot for people where it's like, we have um, loyalty to particular choices. And maybe it's because that way of being was like how your grandma was and you loved your grandma or whatever, right? And so oftentimes when we try to make new choices, we believe we're choosing against something, okay? Mm. So here's the dealio. Choice is not for or against anything. Choice simply creates awareness. So everywhere you think that to choose one thing separates you from another thing, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. 
right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And everywhere you think one choice eliminates another choice, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Well, and everywhere that if you are going to choose something new, then you absolutely have to create separation and resist, resist, resist the old. Otherwise, it's going to creep up and you're not going to actually be able to make the change. Yeah. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I think this is a great lead into what you had set me up for a little bit earlier, hun. It was a it was a a pre what's that? It was too soon. <laughs> well, darling, you're just so damn psychic. Preemptive. Were, it was preemptive. <laughs> I just I think you were up. feeling. A, I just think you were feeling a future. I totally was. It was like the volleyball. That's why I was really bad at volleyball because, like, <laughs> somebody would I would set it up like way before. <laughs> And the people are just looking at me, and they're like, what the hell? That's not the right time to set it up. So I just went back in time. the potency of that. I I still can't. (laughs) You can't see the potency of that? Of of setting it up too soon? Yeah. No. Help me. So, so let's just epic. pause. We we have something to work out amongst ourselves. So <laughs> everywhere that I'm judging myself, <laughs> I uncreate and destroy it. For being a premature setter. Yes. Premature ejaculation. No. Okay, anyways. I just want let's for the record, you're the one that said that word. I, I was gonna go it. there and I stopped myself. I didn't say it. We did it. We did it. So now that I've set you up again Uh in exactly the right time in the right moment. Yes. Carry on (laughs) in your brilliance, Megan. I'm listening and thank you. you. (laughs) So um the thing that resonated from our chat rumor was the word separation. That choice creates Mm -hmm. separation. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about that, and it kind of sets up our um, where we're going here, which is that, okay, so everywhere that you have decided, judged, and concluded that choice separates you and will separate you, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Mm -hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So I want to talk to you about a cool little trick that I do, which is that I create something and I choose something new, and it it creates these massive, awesome, expanded results. And then what I have to do is I have to twist myself in a knot to prove that I'm not that potent. And that's part of my rubber band, which is I actually choose something opens up. I can feel the potency. I can feel the power of that new choice, that new way. And then I have to prove that I can't possibly be that potent. Mm-hmm. So I rubber band my ass back to this sort of more solid, constricted, limited space. Okay, so anything that that's bringing up for everyone, that you choose new and it's just too damn good, so you go back to the old, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. So here's the dealio, guys. In fact, I'm so proud of this that I asked Lynn to make a meme of it because it came through while we were creating the show today, and I want you to listen really Really, really. Okay. So underneath our belief 
that some things just can't change is the fear of owning our greatness. Let's mm-hmm. say it again. Mm-hmm. Underneath our belief that some things just can't change is the fear of owning our greatness. Okay, let's de- let's debrief that for a minute, shall we? So, mm-hmm. and this is an idea that that I got from Dane here, and the way he says it is, he said everything that feels stuck or wrong is actually a potency, okay? And it's a potency that's either being unacknowledged or refused. So in that thing that seems stuck or seems unchangeable, there is a massive amount of greatness and potency in that. And the reason we don't change is we're refusing our potency, we're refusing our greatness, because actually if we would change that thing, we would start becoming unrelatable. A lot of us listening to this call, maybe 102%, are actually still trying to fit in. And so we have to have that one Achilles heel so at least we'll be relatable to our partners mm-hmm. or our family or, or whoever, our business mates, whatever. And so at the end of the day, change is a willingness to commit to greatness. And everything this is bringing up for everyone, including me. <laughs> Let's uncreate and destroy that, please. <laughs> yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boy shorts. If you have someone in the chat room said, then I have huge, massive potency. <laughs> yes, you do, as we all do. And the thing about it is, is that there, there are times that we owned our greatness or even like as a child, we were being that greatness. And it was quite inconvenient for our parents. And so we took their reaction to it and made it wrong. And we turned it into a stuckness so that we would never open it again. So we would never be that again. And for those of you who kind of follow this sort of generational path or the past life path, however you look at it, most of us have tens of thousands of years, either in our genetics or in past life experience, where when we owned greatness, when we owned our potency, that we were hung or (laughs) burned or whatever, or maybe we hurt somebody because we weren't quite sure of (laughs) how to operate that thing, right? And so we might have used it in a way that was hurtful. And so for we all have these potencies, these gifts, these capacities that we are stuffing and twisting into the knot of the unchangeable, that we're just spinning out in because we don't dare go there again. Yeah, so can I give them an, an example? Yes, please. I was getting, I knew I was getting carried away there. <laughs> um, you guys, can you just love her energy and enthusiasm about this topic? I love it. I, I actually really love it. It's super fun to listen to you all jazzed up. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to kind of bring it down because, uh, not down, but I want to bring it down to a practical kind of example because um, these can be like big, big things and also little things. Um, and, you know, in our copy, we said we've literally changed almost everything about ourselves. And um, and so an example for me is that um, I used to be really, really allergic to cats like my whole life. And... Um, super intensely so that I couldn't even be in a house where there was a cat. Um, and Megan loves cats and she owns cats. And so when we got together, I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. And I was like, going to go the traditional doctor route and all this stuff. Um, and what 
happened through a series of facilitations, both with Megan and with myself, is that I healed my cat allergy. And um, and it, it came about by really leaning into why I had created this separation with animals. And it, of course, stemmed from my childhood and the potency under that, right? Like what was underneath that was this deep love and adoration of animals. That was underneath my allergy. And so when I let go of my allergy, I fell in love with animals where I had been so disconnected and separated and really didn't like them my whole life. And it opened up this joy in my life of this everyday joy of seeing animals on the streets, at the park, and owning our own cat, you know, that contributes to my life every single day, multiple times a day. And so this is an example of what I mean about I didn't think I could change this allergy. It was something that the doctor said was really hard to change, that I'd have to take medicine and I'd have to do shots for years and all this crap. But I changed it, and what the potency underneath it was so beautiful. It was this love and adoration and contribution of joy and goodness to my life that I am so grateful to have now on a daily basis. Like, animals contribute to my life every single day. It is magnificent. So that's an example of something that's really a pretty small change in the whole scheme of things, but that has absolutely created so much um, joy and expansiveness in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for that example, hun, because as you're talking, it's kind of funny because I'm thinking about my process that I'm in right now of changing my seasonal allergies, right? And it's like these kinds of things, things like allergic reactions are basically, you know, we're told by the medical community either are unchangeable or take months and months and months and months and years. Like I was told like three to five years of doing shots and drops and all this kind of stuff. Whereas like you got willing to see what was underneath that allergy. Mm-hmm. you got willing to see what that potency was and you got willing to be with that potency because your caring for animals is so sweet. I love watching you with Gary, our cat. Like I, it is so sweet in our, in our previous cat Sigmund. Like it was just so beautiful to watch that deep caring that you had. And, you know, as a kid, the, the animals kept quotes disappearing. And so you were protecting yourself from your caring because, that you knew that the animal would be killed or taken out or something like that, right? And so mm-hmm. that willingness to care, because that's what I would say the potency was, is a mm-hmm. caring. And it it's interesting to me because it brings your caring out for everything. Like mm-hmm. it brings you into that caring potency that you truly are. And mm-hmm. it's like that willingness. Here's the thing, right? Is if you can say, oh, yeah, I don't like this. I hate this. I, ah, right? And it's like, and you can believe that it's unchangeable, and that's really nice, cute little story. So number one, you have to realize that every single thing is changeable, number one. Number two, it may not be changeable always in that moment and in the way you think, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But number two is that you got to get willing to change, to, to claim the potency that's underneath that place that you're calling yourself a victim of, right? So... There's something really magical happening for me as I'm addressing the seasonal allergies that I've had for 21 years, and they've been, like, horrible. (laughs) They incapacitate me, and I got this awareness 
because I've been kind of leaning into this and looking in a new direction. And so I, I had this awareness through this process I went through last week that um, this, because I don't have them in the fall, I just have them in the spring. And this lady just offhandly said, oh, it must be trees. You must be allergic to trees. And I was like, what? That's so weird. And I was really that day that I had those allergies and you did bars on me, hun. And I was like, why am I so sad? And you said, I'm, you're sad about the trees. And I just started bawling. And then I went out and I started talking to the trees and sitting by the trees. I know this sounds weird as crap, but like what, what, what it was is a potency to the connection to trees, the connection to the earth. And that in my allergy, I had bought and entrained myself to be allergic to the earth. Like many, many people are where we've separated from our consciousness of the earth. And I'm holding that in my body and I've mimicked allergies in order to keep that separation. And so mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of unraveling that, and it's freaking huge. There's also a whole other piece that I'm not going to go into at this moment. I'm happy to talk about it. I just feel like that that was a piece that um, was relevant for this conversation. But it's like, I want you guys, we're about to go to break, but I want you guys to take a look at that thing that you've called unchangeable. And I want you to just write down three possible gifts, talent, genius, or potencies that might be there if you were to claim the change in that area. Mm-hmm. And when so we do that, that, we're going to go, we're going to go deeper, baby. We're going to go deeper. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money, or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? 
This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. Our chat room is blowing up. <laughs> it's awesome. We have all all kinds of new awarenesses around allergies and nature and our bodies um it's really fun you might want to come in just for the last few minutes in our chat room on a to zen fm just click the chat room button just only if you want to have fun though and get connected with other cool people mm-hmm. <laughs> we are stirring up some change today we got mm. us some change today brothers and sisters <laughs> awesome so, everybody was supposed to write three things down about what their potency, what could be the potency underneath this thing that they haven't been able to change. And, you know, I I think that so much of what happens with our bodies is so much of potency just waiting to come out. Like, you know, um, we've, we've talked about allergies, but like even you know, um, all of your immune diseases, I think, are people people's unwillingness to be so powerful. And so they're so powerful that they shut their bodies down, right? And and even extra weight and um, all kinds of, uh, you know, like uh, in the chat room, Lori's talking about her iron deficiency. And what could that really be about? And what are the potencies our bodies are asking us to step into and they're showing us they're like literally trying to show us by what's showing up in our bodies like something to really really get curious about because i think for uh, all of us we really tend to play victim a lot with our bodies um you know another thing that i changed many years ago was my chronic pain i had this um back pain from an old weight training um, injury that would affect me every day. Um, And it was pain that was asking me to look at it and to really step into some beliefs that I had and clear all of that stuff. And so, you know, a few years ago I cleared that and um, something that had affected me every single day of my life. And now I'm literally pain-free 99.9% of the time. So... um, you know this and it was again my uh potency around um energy that was underneath that and the potency of my body the gifts of my body um that want to really help and support other people mhm you know hun i wanted to that brings up the second quote by janine roth which i think is super super potent it says, she ta- she's speaking about weight, but she goes into other things. She says, weight, too much or too little, is a byproduct. Weight is what happens when we use food to flatten your life. 
Even with aching joints, it's not about food. Even with arthritis, diabetes, high blood pressure, it's about your desire to flatten your life. It's about the fact that you've given up without saying so. It's about your belief that it's not possible to live any other way and you're using food or whatever or the pain to act that out without ever having to admit it. Mm -hmm. So everything that brought up for everybody, (laughs) we uncreate and destroy that, please. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. For those of you who might be tuning in for the first time, uh, the words that we're using are part of a clearing statement um, that is from Access Consciousness, and it's a powerful way to clear energy all the way to the core. You can go to theclearingstatement.com to learn more about it. But, like, in, and, and I think the, the reason that I read this right now, hon, is that when we look at when you're looking at what is the potency underneath a change, what you want to look at is what is the result it's creating, okay? So for me, like one of the things that I change is I had Hoshimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease, which is supposed to be unchangeable, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at that, I was like, okay, so the result is no energy. So back to what Janine was saying is that I was flattening my energy. I was flattening my life force. Guess what I have a potency for, boys and girls? Energy. Big energy. <laughs> big, overwhelming, blow people out of the um, universe kind of energy, right? And so I was unwilling to own my energy because I felt like it was dangerous. I'd, I'd hurt myself a lot. I got injured a lot um, because I had so much energy that I would kind of get disembodied and like run into shit, <laughs> and fall down and all all kinds of things and so I over a period of time created my so in an autoimmune your body is attacking you so my body was attacking my thyroid and when I got willing to start claiming my energy uh, I shifted that I no longer have Hoshimoto's and now it's like I still have a slow thyroid they said that it was destroyed so much that the only person that they'd seen that it was that destroyed was hospitalized mm-hmm. and I have been regenerating my energy ever since and I'm on a very very minimal amount of thyroid medication that I'm now looking at changing that too but the thing about it is is that you've got to look at what is it creating for you what is the no change creating for you what is it giving you and what is the potency underneath that and is the pot claiming that potency and whatever fear it is to lean into that and choose that is that greater than what you're getting out of the problem? So for some mm-hmm. people, they're not ready to change yet. It's like there was mm-hmm. a time that I was not ready to be all of me or to own all of me because I felt like now when I look back at it, I don't think I had the tools to be all of that energy that I was. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's why I'm so like crazy excited about the access tools because they gave me the tools to be able to play with my energy and use my energy as a potency instead of using it against me. So you guys have to take a look at it. Look at those things that you won't change and look at those potencies and really get real with yourself. Are you willing to change it? Are you ready to change it? And if it's a no, would you be willing to totally love yourself and know that, hey, maybe what is it, what's required for me to get it to a yes? What do I need to know to be able to say yes to that change? What do I need to be able to choose to say yes to that change? 
So wherever you are in that process, the most important part is truth. And I'm going to hand that over to you because you're like the truth goddess over there. <laughs> I, I don't know where you want me to go with it. <laughs> well, just like get real, right? Get real. Are yeah. you really ready to own that potency? Are you really ready to, to yeah. make that change for yourself? Totally. And, and the thing that I would add to this is letting go of your projections and expectations about what the change will look like. Okay, because you will shut down your change so fast if you do that. Like the universe and is way bigger than you are. The big vision for your life is way bigger than you can imagine. And so really just leaning in and, and clearing what's in the way and committing to your potency underneath that and allowing the change to happen in the way that it does. It, you know, if you're working on your body, it might not, it might not result in pounds lost on the scale so what like if you feel awesome if you feel sexier if you feel more embodied if you have more energy then how is that not awesome so do not go into judgment of oh the change doesn't look this way so therefore there is no change you got to be open to how it shows up yep yep and, yeah. and that's that okay that's another little trap right because we are control freaks of magnitude. So when I'm like, okay, I'm going to change my body. It's going to look like I'm losing 25 pounds. It's going to look like this. It's going to look like that. And when it doesn't look like that, then I go, I can't change it, which is really just the addiction to suffering and my unwillingness to claim my potency. Okay? Mm -hmm. So anywhere you're saying I can't change something, that is not about that thing being unchangeable. That's about some other shit. And you just get mm -hmm. to get real about whether you're willing to go there and whether you're willing to let go of control to so all the projections, expectations, judgments, separations, and rejections about the change you're asking for and what it's supposed to look like and what it's going to look like. And if it doesn't look like that, then you're going to rubber bend yourself back to the reality of stuff. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hotpock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So, Woo! darling, we're... We're really at the end, and I know we that we're going to be talking more about change next week, but I really, really, really want to tell the people about the product that we've been creating about relationships. Hello, can I Can I save this to the people? Because I'm so excited. So go to Weird on Air because we have a product that's like $47, so it's super cheap. It's for relationships. It's to up-level your relationship. It's a three-part video series that's so awesome and so fun, and it's available through the end of April for 47 bucks. So go to Weird on Air and see the link for that because it's going to be awesome. Yes, totally awesome. Come play, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of Anne and claim your marvelous, magical life. <laughs>